Hey there, planners. J-Bay here, stopping by to let y'all know that this episode of Planners and Wine is sponsored by Fern Creek Stickers. Fern Creek offers fun and functional stickers. They have kits available in weekly, monthly, and daily planner layouts for all of your favorite brands, including Erin Condren, Moxie Life, Plum Paper, and Hobonichi Cousin and Weeks planners. They also have a variety of sticker storage albums, washi tape, and sticky notes. Check out all they have to offer at www.ferncreekstickers.com. And feel free to give them a follow on Instagram at Fern Creek Stickers. Use code PNW, that's P A N D W, for 15% off your order today. See y'all around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. and wine my name is meg and i am myra welcome back to another week yes and happy pride month friends as y'all are hearing this it is officially june the first uh Mm -hmm. if you listen to the regular episode and that's patreon episode and so we are just so excited that it is pride month again yay happy pride month and happy birthday month to me and happy oh, yeah. anniversary to planners and wine. <laughs> it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on in June. <laughs> it's so much going on in June. Yeah. June is such a special month. Pride month, Myra's birthday, um, the anniversary of Planners and Wine, our three-year anniversary, which we will mm-hmm. be getting to some information about that a little bit later in the show. But yeah, June is lit, the official beginning of summer. We're both taking a vacation uh, this summer in June. It's just a lot going on. It is a lot going on, but I'm excited. Are you excited, Myra? Uh, I love June every single year. Period. I am not biased at all, but mm-hmm. I am very, very <laughs> excited for the month of June. This yes. kicks off my family's like birthday season. I'm up first, so really looking forward to everything and um yeah ashton graduates on the second so go ashton yay go ashton i I can't wait i'm excited for him with his uh, hat and dress with his hat and dress (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh he has both of our babies graduating from pre-k going to kindergarten and i just had like Mm -hmm. a flash like one day we're gonna be like you know, Mason and Ashton graduating from high school. <laughs> it's gonna be Ooh, there. Girl. It's gonna be here before mm-hmm. we know it. I can't. I'm just. I'm still trying to get him fully enrolled. I keep going back and forth because the place I'm enrolling him is technically out of. We're out of district technically, although it's literally oh. a block away. <laughs> we're gonna have but, to talk about uh, that off the record because you hadn't yeah. given me a, a update on that lately. So yeah, we'll definitely have to talk. I about I mean, that. there's nothing further at this point, but. Which is ghetto because is ghetto? 
literally the stores is about to have back to school stuff in like two weeks and I still I, don't know where this child is going. There's always homeschool. <laughs> Myra's like, absolutely uh, not. Uh, Who has to do that? <laughs> no, I have no patience. Truly, shout teachers. out. Literally, and shout out to the, you know, the homeschool parents that is just not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we still work with women over here and our husbands work too. It's just, yeah. yeah I couldn't even imagine trying to balance that keeping mason distracted throughout the day while i'm working when she's home sometimes it's hard enough Mm -hmm. i couldn't imagine trying to do like legit school also so no yeah Mm -hmm. i I just i wouldn't be able to work yeah like it's just Mm -hmm. that will be the job you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah shout out to y'all who do it uh it just will not be me Mm -mm. but um but yeah, we'll we'll chat more about the the school situation yes. later. Yes, keep us posted. Definitely keep or well, keep me posted. You know, you yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't let everybody in your business. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, guys, this is also such a special episode. We were able to get Ashley Reynolds from Cloth and Paper, the CEO, owner of Cloth and Paper, onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. And y'all, we have just like stand Ashley for so long. It was so amazing getting to meet her. In 2022 at Go Wild, and mm-hmm. then seeing her again, it was just like catching up with the old friend. And then to be able to have her on the podcast, like I will never forget, like running into her this year at Go Wild, and she immediately coming up to us and being like, "When am I gonna be on the podcast?" We was like, "Oh, oh, you girl, we just <laughs> waiting on you." Like, oh, <laughs> immediately, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so such a surreal moment, but. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy talking to her and getting to know her a bit more. And I'm excited for y'all to hear it. It's, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Amazing. Amazing chat that we had with her. Her energy is just so good. And we won't even, you know, waste y'all time uh, small talking anymore. Let's just go ahead and get to that. And we will catch up after this interview with Ashley Reynolds from Cloth and Paper. Okay, guys, so we are back and we are here with a very, very, very special guest, Miss Ashley Reynolds from Cloth and Paper. Ashley, we are so excited to have you on Planners and Wine. Finally, how are you? Yes. Great. How are you guys? How are you ladies? We're excited. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Yes, sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy this is finally happening. I go out last year and I was like, these ladies are killing the scene. And I was like, they're going to be climbing the ladder here in the podcast world. I was like, I need to get in there before, like, I can't even get a seat at the, at the yeah. podcast. Oh, you first of all, you always it. have a seat. And second of all, I remember like yeah. it was yesterday, you were right there in the front, like right in front of the stage. You go, wow, you were my comfort person. Like whenever I had a little nervous, I like looked at you and you had this huge smile on your face and you were so supportive. I was like, that's my girl. That's my girl right there. I don't even know if we had had a conversation before then, but you were just so yeah. sweet and positive. We could just feel I it on stage. So you guys are killing the scene. I pre- like, I love like the... the, the dynamic of the guests that you guys have on the show i love what you guys are doing i love that you guys kind of do a wide range of things and speak to a wide range of people in here like y'all are killing the scene i appreciate what you're doing for the community ashley thank you this this supposed to be about you wait (laughs) (laughs) this is is a conversation this is a mutual thing period period on my side just kind of admiring what you guys are doing because I just, I love the hustle that you guys have going on. Like, I know you guys have other things going on outside of the podcast. 
how hard it is to stay focused doing something that's not your full-time thing is like a mm-hmm. big thing. Mm-hmm. So, like I see, like I see the grind and I see what you're doing. And I'm like, hats off because it's hard. It's hard to juggle a lot of different things. So Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Thank you so much, That's Ashley. Right. I yeah. mean, that means the world to us. And like, we just have to, we have to get into this because y'all, Ashley told us that she was going to be sending something our way. And we mm-hmm. never expected what it was going to be. Homegirl set us up with some wine. Like, we were like, oh, we yes. must be planners and wine for real this Sunday. <laughs> Okay, Ashley, like, that just blew us away. We were both so gagged. Neither one of us wanted to ruin the surprise for the other one. So I was just, like, waiting for Myra to text me. She was like, did you just get something? I was like, girl, did I? Yes. Yes. So my mom is if I'm going to somebody's house, I need to come with something. Don't come empty-handed. So I'm I'm coming to y'all's house. I didn't want to come empty-handed. And this is the Planners and Wine podcast, right? So. I just want to share with you guys one of my favorite wines. Yes. Um, and I specifically love this region. So we all have the same one. Um, yes. But I love this specific region of Italy. They do some really great wines. It's Alto Adige. Um, and this is like a pretty decent price point wine. It's like an $18, $20, sometimes $40, depending mm-hmm. on where you get it. But it's a really light, florally, pear, mm-hmm. very light wine. So... What do you guys think? What do you guys typically go for when you guys do wine? I mean, we're kind of children when it comes to alcohol. <laughs> we like the sweeter, the better. But this is really good. And this this, this is, is definitely really not good. something it I would light. normally go for because I would be trying to look yeah. for something super sweet. But I thank you for, like, helping us go outside of our box because this is really good. And I would absolutely pick this up again. I love it. Yeah. It's really Cheers. good. Yeah. Cheers! Yes. <laughs> So, so good. It's all on the road, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a little mm-hmm. sweetness there, not too, too sweet, right? Exactly. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. Perfect. It. Look at you just knowing us and like getting it. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. That was so dope. Yes. So dope. So dope. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So Ashley, for anybody who might not be familiar with you and your business, can you just kind of explain like who you are and how you got started in the stationary industry? Yes, my name is Ashley Reynolds. I am the founder of Cloth and Paper. I um, founded the business back in 2015. I was kind of in this weird spot of not having a job. So I went from working in a corporate finance job for about eight years and um, left there to pursue an opportunity that my husband received to um, relocate us to another state. So therefore, I had to quit my job um, to follow his opportunity. And during that time period, I was kind of soul searching, figuring out what I wanted to do. And then in the midst of that, um, searching for planners on the market to help me facilitate that mm. and not finding anything that I was, you know, gravitating towards. And then therefore kind of cloth and paper was born because I couldn't find anything that was like, true to my style in the, on the market. Yes, so, yeah. I love it. Story, leather covers, sticky notes, all of that. Yes. <laughs> I, love it. I love that. That seems like the running theme with folks that we have on the show is like, I didn't see what I wanted, so I created it. And that's mm-hmm. something that we, you know, say, even with this podcast, we didn't see or hear the voices that we wanted, so we created it. And it can be scary. Yeah. <laughs> it can be scary, mm-hmm. but if you want it out there, you have the opportunity to make it happen. Because if you're looking for yep. it, clearly other people are too. Right. Yes. And- yeah. 
business is all about finding gaps in the market, right? And at the time, mm. cloth and paper was the gap in the market. So I just pursued that. And luckily, the plant community is a very receptive and welcoming community that they kind of welcomed me with open arms. So it was really with their nurturing that I was able to kind of get to this point. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. And I feel like that's so important to put out there because I feel like so many people see something that's already successful and they're like, oh, I can just copy that success and do exactly what they're doing and make it successful this way. And I mean, you might get a little traction doing that, but there's nothing like filling Mm -hmm. a gap that's in the market in in literally in anything in life because you're going to be the thing that's new that's fresh that's bringing something different to the table that is nowhere else so it's just nothing like that it's just nothing nothing like that you might get a couple of dollars but it's like it's nothing like actually following something like a true need in the marketplace and then that really driving your force or driving what you're doing and then it's going to blow up there yeah yeah for sure following your own path is you know how to keep it sustainable you know Mm -hmm. so ashley what are uh, some things that surprise you about starting and running your own company oh man i am constantly learning lessons day in and day out i i think that people don't understand that at every point there's a different obstacle of business Mm -hmm. right so you know, it was just you grinding the pavement and you doing everything that was, there was one obstacle there, right? You're like, how can I, I need more hands. I need more help. How can I get to that point? Then you hire yeah. more help and you hire five employees. And then there's an, another obstacle because now we have to layer in like, you know, vacation time and what does work culture look like and all of those mm-hmm. things. And then you hire 10 people and then it's a whole different piece. So I feel like people don't understand that at each level of business, there's going to be a different obstacle that you have to overcome. Um, so yeah, entrepreneurship is not for the weak. Yeah. Not at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's true. And you know what? You bring up a really good point too, because I feel like we because this is a creative community and we all so much focus put so much focus on the creative side of you know planner companies and stuff but the business side is something too because like you said like you have to take care of your employees make sure people enjoy working for you making sure people are getting what they need and that's just a whole nother later layer that us as creatives probably don't initially think about and we kind of have to like Mm. learn on the job for you know yeah (laughs) you know yeah, and I had to learn on the job, right? Prior to Cloth and Paper, I've never managed a single soul. Like, I was mm-hmm. always kind of in process-type positions where I managed myself and my workload and a specific process within a business. Yeah. And then now I'm having to actually manage physical beings that depend on me mm-hmm. to guide them the correct way. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. That is a yeah. lot of pressure. And, um, and I don't have all the answers all the time. So I'm going to mess up. Yeah. And then I'm going to learn. And then I'm going to, you know, try it again. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not for the week. And that's why I feel like you should only go down the path of entrepreneurship when you're following something that you truly are passionate about. Right. Yeah. Because then those obstacles are going to bother you. Right. You're like, Oh, let me, all right, let me just figure out how to work my way through this, but really doing something and not chasing the dollar sign, you're going to be successful. Like if you really care about it, like, from the beginning, cloth and paper was never about the dollar sign to me. Like, if you ask Ryan, yeah. he, he used to have, babe, can you come look at these numbers? Right, I'm, I'm saying, babe, because <laughs> our COO is my husband. Yes. <laughs> you know, we had this meeting about these numbers, and I'm like, hey, I just want to grind this out. I just want to create the product. 
Mm-hmm. And it was never about the dollar. It was about shifting the space and shifting the way that people saw paper and planning and all of that. And that was my true passion. So if you ask me, like, yeah, it was a struggle trying to get me to sit down and like look at all the numbers. But now I do. But yeah, <laughs> truly, entrepreneurship, you need to follow what you're truly, truly, truly passionate about. And not just because you're trying to make a couple of dollars. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because honestly, if it's about just the money, um, I feel like a lot of the times, like unless you're just like an overnight success, even with that, the money takes a while (laughs) to come. And most people give up before then, you know, so you really need something to sustain you and to really make you want to keep going. So with that, like how have you overcame some of those obstacles? And also, how do you take care of yourself like through all that? Like what does self-care look like? Oh, thanks, y'all. Um, to be honest, probably in the past year and a half, two years, it's been a struggle with the self care thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've been trying to force myself, like I make like little appointments now. I'm getting my nails done and all that stuff, but it's a struggle. It's I think probably in the past year and a half, two years, I've struggled more with my mental health than I have in any other time in my life because mm-hmm. you throw in the layer of all the uncertainty going on around us, right? With all the environmental mm-hmm things happening yeah and then you like now that it's a big it's a big responsibility on your shoulders when you have employees like I don't know if anybody understands that like when you have employees like I feel that it's owed to them that I need to show up every day at 100 percent, right yeah if I mm-hmm. it's a disservice to them you know they depend on me and you know, me showing up 100% that drives revenue for, that drives growth mm-hmm. in the business for. So if I don't do that, that's a disservice to them. I think that's played with my mind a little bit over the past year and a half, especially with all the struggles that small businesses have gone through. Like right. a lot of people didn't know how their business is going to end at the end of everything that was going on. Like it was yeah. a lot of crazy, y'all. It was crazy out here. And um, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, y'all. So many things. I can go... Yeah days but it was it's a struggle um and then during that time frame you got to check in on all your employees and make sure their mental health is going okay right. but at the same time, you're putting yourself on the back burner because you're putting your business and you're putting your employees first mm-hmm. i'm getting yeah. 15 pounds <laughs> like you're- like you can, you can see my stress and my mental health like on me right yeah. um i feel like i'm i was i'm just now like coming back from that but I definitely think that I'm still trying to navigate how to properly balance the whole mental health and self-care part of what I do. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a work in progress. I don't have the answer today. Yeah. I no, I understand. Yes. <laughs> Look, work in progress is yeah. a valid answer. Yeah. You know, it, it's all stepping stones with yeah. everything. So, yeah. Exactly. That is, that's. That's facts. That is straight facts. The business has always come first and has come first for the past eight years. And then employees have come first. And so I'm just trying to like, how do, how do I fit myself in this little piece of the puzzle too? So Right. Right. I know I just have those appointments. That's all I have right now. <laughs> hey, that's something. <laughs> it's a start. A win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> and why yes. there we go nail appointments yes. and why <laughs> I love it yeah I love it so mm-hmm. Ashley how did you uh cultivate the coffin paper aesthetic and was that always the vision for the brand I feel like I wanted to go into the space being true to myself 
mm-hmm. and who I was. And at the core of what cloth and paper is, is just my personal style. So what you see out there, just my personal style. Like if you came to my home, you'd be like, oh, that looks like cloth and paper, right? Because cloth and paper is mm-hmm. me at the end of the day. If you if you looked at my car, you'd be like, oh, that looks like that would be Ashley's car. Like you would probably be able to pick it up out of, out of a lineup mm-hmm. of cars. It's just, it is just cloth and paper is just me to the core. Right. So it wasn't a cultivation thing. It was just a natural instinct of taking my personal style and translating that into paper. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And I feel like that's why it's just so, like you said, like cotton paper is just so identifiable with you. Like even like looking at your office, like we can see like a little tiny bit of her office, y'all. If y'all want to check this out on YouTube, <laughs> um, but it it looks like cotton paper, and that just and that just mm-hmm. radiates through you. And I feel like everything that cotton paper does just kind of just reiterates that because everything is just yeah. always just like so on brand and just just makes so much sense for like the direction that you and your company is going in. Yeah, I mean, even if you ask my friends, like. I'm extra. I'm above the top. Like I'm gonna invite them over, and I'm gonna have a whole smorgasbord of things. And it's, they're like, it's just Thursday. Like you don't have to go all. You <laughs> feel good when they're around me, when they're doing things with me, and I just want to give them an experience. And that's whether mm. I'm, they're coming over to my house for a dinner or a, a drink. You're like, I just something about experience and making people feel good through those experiences is just something that it's just always been in me. It's something that my mom has always done when I've grown yeah. up. It's just what I love. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I and love it. we can even see that in cloth and paper. Like, I feel like even getting your order is an experience. Like, oh. I'm a sucker for packaging, and like, it's just it's like a gift. I mean, obviously, I bought it for myself, but it's a gift, <laughs> you know. Period. Who get when you get your order, and I think that just reigns true. Like when you shop and when you order from cloth and paper, it's an experience. It really oh, is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. It really is. Yeah, we love it. We love it. So, Ashley, how do you balance keeping the signature cloth and paper style with also trying new things? How do you do both? I mean, sometimes I don't, I feel like we're not quick to hop on trends that happen mm. in the stationary space. Sometimes you just got to look at stuff and say, hey, there's no way I can make cloth and paper fit into that trend. And that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like just staying true to who we are, our style and aesthetic, no matter what we do, we'll be successful at it. But I feel like not abandoning those principles, that groundwork that we've laid and just trying to slap a logo on every little thing because it's a trend. We don't really do that. Like we're very thoughtful with the things that we do and what we put out there from the material, from the fonts that we use on dashboards. Like we're extremely, extremely thoughtful. And I just had a um, like a one-on-one with one of our graphic designers this week. And he said, I really admire how quickly you can make decisions because mm-hmm. if something does not like strike me immediately, then I'm like, this, I probably shouldn't try to convince myself that I can make it work. Mm-hmm. So I'll just immediately move on. So he'll, you know, he'll show me something. I'm like, mm, it's not hitting me. And like, I don't want to have to keep on tweaking it to make it work with one that loses time. Right. So you're going to spend yes. I'm working on it and that's money for a business, right? I need to be able to make quick decisions. And so I'm always looking to within instead of what's happening around me to make those decisions. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes Ooh, a lot that of gotta sense. be hard though to just be like, oh, I let it go, you know? Ain't for me. Yeah, so- Ain't for us. <laughs> yeah. Everything is not meant for you and that's okay. Yeah. Kind of navigating, you waiting. 
Um, we really just try to just be innovative in our own right, right? We just try to look within and say, hey, what can we, what can we make better or what can we mm-hmm. improve upon within ourselves and then release that? We're not really like trying to pay attention to what everybody else is doing in the space. Because yes. even if you look at my following, I don't follow a lot of player accounts. I follow mm-hmm. like our affiliates. I follow um, you guys. I follow, you know, just a couple people here and there, but I don't want everyone's feet to like cloud my vision mm, but yeah. it's not out of like hating like i don't want to support yeah. i don't want to support but it's more so like i want to keep my vision clear and not yeah. everything that everybody's doing you know what i mean that makes a lot Absolutely. of sense especially yeah. when you talk about not wanting to hop on trends and things because i feel like the planner community can be kind of indecisive sometimes you know mm-hmm. one day we want the minimal aesthetic the next day we want to do maximalist all the stickers and all the mm-hmm. things and it's just like you're not really you wouldn't be serving like your core audience if you were just you know right. so quick yeah. to jump on a trend just because of what other businesses were doing and what other businesses were finding success in so i definitely appreciate that about cloth paper you're like this is what we offer the product is the product the price is the price (laughs) take it or leave it (laughs) but also i feel like chasing the trend is chasing the dollar right like Mm. that just that doesn't serve me that doesn't feel good to my soul like i'm just like i'm not i'm not just in this industry just to chase the trend so i can make a couple of dollars i really trying to create a long-standing classic brand that you can't pinpoint and say oh yeah coffee paper did that in 2011 right like i want you to be able to look at our brand like not really be able to tell what year it happened because we're just trying to build like classic products that you can keep in your planner yes yes yeah absolutely I love that. That makes me look at everything so much differently now because that's facts. Like I can't, Yeah, I wouldn't be, I mean, I guess I can look at my email, but if I had pulled out two different cloth and paper things that I have in my stash, like I couldn't tell you that was CMP 2015 or, you know, I couldn't tell yeah. you the year. Cause it's just. And that's the goal. That's really the yeah. goal. Like I want y'all to have things that you're proud to take out and put in your planner in 2025 because mm-hmm. it doesn't look dated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look dated. Like, Mm-hmm. To me, that's a part of being sustainable as a brand is that you serve and you supply your customers with things that they can use throughout the years, not just for this next six months. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's so true. That's I love so true. that. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you like cultivate and sustain such a strong like audience and following and people who mm-hmm. really know the brand and respect the brand because they know the brand is not wishy-washy. It's not changing. You know what I'm saying? Like it will evolve, but it's not ever going sure. to fundamentally change from what it always stood for. And people need things that we can trust and depend on, you know, even when it comes to our planners, like we want to know that we're supporting a brand that's not just gonna, you know, flip flop or change with the weather. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, customers that reach out to me in DM and they're like, hey, can you make um, black paper inserts? And I was like, respectfully, there's someone that already creates those mm-hmm. that does a great job at that. And that's their niche. And I was mm-hmm. like, you should go check out their page. Like, I'm not going to just create stuff that's not an eight-leaf cloth and paper. Just yes. so one, we do listen to our customers and feedback and suggestions, though. But if mm-hmm. I know that someone is doing that way better than me, I'm not going to even attempt to do that. And I'm going to direct them to where um, they need to go. You know, if somebody is already carving out their space in that industry, yeah. like, that's them. So we know that's Life's Planner Action. She, she does a great <laughs> job. The uh, Black 
inserts with blackout paper. So yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be doing those. He's doing those perfectly. Ah, I love that, yeah. Ashley. Like that just shows so much integrity because mm-hmm. just because you can and have the ability to do something doesn't mean that you always should. And we know like if you yeah. wanted to do that, you could probably snap your fingers and make it happen. But that doesn't mean that that's the right move or that's the right thing to do. I love that y'all recognize that. And I, I feel like some other brands might recognize it too. They just aren't vocal about it. But I feel like it's important mm-hmm. to say those type of things out loud, you know, that mm-hmm. some things are just not cool and we ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's her whole business, right? Like, that's her whole, mm-hmm. that's the majority of her business. And, like, I, I would feel wrong kind of stamping, like, putting a mark in uh, the part of the community that she's already carved out for herself, right? Because yeah. I'm passionate about that. And she's obviously very passionate about that. So I would love to see her just rock it out and hold the crown. No need to, to step on her toes. So, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and T, you can get those inserts and yes. some coffin paper dashboards. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. They look real good together. Maybe we'll get a collab. Yeah. You know, a cloth of paper, lights, we're an extra collab. Like, it's enough out here for everybody to eat. We right. don't have to be picking yeah. off the same plate. We can get our yeah. own plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, <laughs> Ashley, what is the uh, number one tip you can give someone wanting to start their own company and build their own brand? I would say, I think there might be two. So focus and like I said, just kind of keeping that that tunnel vision of what you're doing. I feel like if you're just kind of staying in your lane, you're staying true to who you are, then you're always going to be successful. It's when you try mm-hmm. to kind of teeter-totter mm-hmm. and you try to like try too many things Become an expert at what you do and do that very well. But then also maintain your focus because there's going to be a lot of times as an entrepreneur that you want to quit. Mm. I want I have wanted to quit so many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Probably like three times last week, y'all. I want to quit all the time. <laughs> but you, you remember why you started, right? And you remember... Yeah. When you get that one customer that sends you that DM, like, you don't know what your product did for me, X, Y, right? And you're like, okay. It brings you back to center. So it's, I feel like maintaining your focus, remembering why you started, and kind of just staying in your lane and becoming an expert at what you do so that you can be successful and stop paying attention to what everybody's doing around you because you can only stand out if you're not blending in. So, right? So if you're just trying to copy your and papers doing and you're trying to copy with lights planner action doing everybody's gonna see that post that you do is like is that positive paper but it's actually you right because you're mm. not standing out you're doing what i'm trying to do so therefore you're blending in with my content or whatever we're putting out there so make sure that you're doing something that is different so that your brand can be successful and uniquely identified as well yes oh yeah i love that i love that and i think people need to understand like you can be inspired by something, but mm-hmm. you don't have to copy. Like those are two totally different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was inspired exactly. by a lot of things. Inspired by interior design, like pop culture. I just find ways to pull bits and pieces and and then put my own spin on it. I, I'm yeah. not yeah. in like, you know, spec for spec, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, exactly. I think that's important to remind people too, because the last thing you will want is to put your time and your money and your resources into something just for people to be like, "Oh, that looks uh, familiar." Are we? Is that so and so, or is that? 
You don't want that. Yeah. You want them to be like, Mm-mm. oh, I know that's Scott and Paper. I know that's Ashley. Like, you want people to be able to identify your stuff and your brand um, that strongly because you're not serving yourself if you're doing right. anything otherwise. I love it. Your time is valuable, right? Like, spending yes. time and your, your resources, putting energy into something that is needed or that doesn't exist, right? So, mm-hmm. spend your, like, it's precious. Do it, spend your time doing something that's really going to shift the industry. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of shifting the industry, what was it like for you to be on that go wild stage with VJ and Bunny and Linda? Because y'all just like shifted my whole life, my whole perspective. <laughs> like I was just yes. so like, oh, I was so proud. And we were like screaming from the top of our lungs for like you. Oh. Like, yes, I'm that girl. <laughs> what was it like? It's always it's always like surreal to be recognized by like people in the industry that you serve. Like you're just like sometimes you're just so focused on work that you forget that people see what you're doing sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um so it's always I feel grateful that there's people that would want to see us see me on the stage. And it's always great. I always feel grateful to have you know, such great company alongside me, like to think yeah. that we would be sitting beside companies that are doing crazy things as well. Like, it's just, honestly, when I'm up there, I black out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, don't remember, mm-hmm. I don't remember anything, but I, it, it, it is an honor that I don't take for granted that I'm just, it's crazy because I, I could be doing a lot of different things, maybe things that I'm not passionate about, but the the thing is, I'm getting to do something I'm very passionate about, and to be recognized for the work that you do for something that you're passionate about is just a. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting teary yet. <laughs> like it's just, it. a, it's an undescribable feeling. Like you're doing something that you actually care about and that you want to do, yeah. and people actually recognize you for that. Like you can't really put words to that. It's crazy. That's so yeah, true. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that is facts. And for all four of y'all to be like within the same industry, but every single person on that stage is so distinctive. They have their own Mm -hmm. brand. Like, you you know, cloth and paper item. Like, if you put all four of y'all items on the table, like you can can call it out. Yeah, yep. You know, you got a brand, y'all. That's when you have a brand where you can pick it out in a lineup of different (laughs) brands. That's when you know you have something for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's that's why I just love events like, you know, Go Wild and Planner Conferences in general, because it's like you think what you're doing is not making an impact, right? You think you're just going about your day to day, doing something that you love, doing mm-hmm. something that you're passionate about. And then you go to an event like this and it's like the recognition and the acknowledgement that you get from so many other people who see you and see your struggle and appreciate you, who who get emotional talking to you because they're just acknowledging the impact that you've made to their life. That is absolutely indescribable. And I feel like it just, it just keeps you going. It just keeps you going because you remember that like, if I stop today, so many people are going to be so disappointed. So many people are going to miss this that I'm bringing to the table because nobody else can bring it the way that I'm bringing it. Um, And that's absolutely how we feel about you. You're amazing. (laughs) It makes me me emotional just talking about it too. It's just amazing. I'm glad that you know that. I appreciate it. Yeah, just for typically like an artist, like you struggle like trying to put your art out there. But just... Mm -hmm. The gift that is the planner community, like how wide open they're willing, to, that, like your arms are wide open. This community, their arms are wide open to receive, like whomever is willing to put something out there, like 
people are just like ready to receive it. It's just, I can't describe this community. It's crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I'm so, so, <laughs> I'm like choking up. I'm a thug. I'm a thug though. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> Take a sip. Like, for real, this oh has changed my life. It's, yeah. It's just... yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Mm. I feel that. Because this community, like you said, is just so un- undescribable. It's, it's crazy. But it's, it it's so much love in here, too. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, unless you're in it, you don't understand. Like, I know the people listening, like, we get what y'all mean. But it's just, uh, it's it's just, yeah, it's just the love. It's, it's just hard to describe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The love makes yeah. all the bad stuff and the drama and whatever else goes on worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to the planner community because y'all, for real, y'all rock for cloth and paper. Y'all have given me so much support and love. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Love it. Cheers to the uh, planner community. Yeah, yeah period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then also just, I have to say this, just seeing people who look like you, succeeding and doing something that they love, like that's just something that. that's just heavy on that. Like you just cannot mm-hmm. describe it. It's just like. I like that's uh, why I resonated so much with what y'all are trying to do in your podcast. Cause it was like the hustle y'all have, people just don't understand like to come and like this not be your like full, full, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It is crazy. The work ethic that you have to have and just the 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 vision that you have to have for what you're doing is so yes. strong. You understand, you guys, like, what they're doing for y'all and with the content that they're putting out there, it's not easy. It, it takes a certain level of perseverance mm-hmm. and persistence. And so, how much of y'all watch these episodes? Because it's a lot of work and love that go into this. Yes. And just keep on supporting. Yes. Oh, yeah. I feel so seen right now. Am, am I a therapy? <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> No, that's facts though because like I think people like see the end results and be like oh that's easy I can do that like mm-hmm. it's not we make no. it look easy yeah. but mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not it's, no it's definitely at 2 o'clock there's no days off obviously yeah. like no days off like on their weekend time on their when they can be doing other things spending time with their loved ones but they're here trying to make content for y'all and y'all don't understand the work the blood sweat and tears like it's yeah. it's, it's deep it's deep. Tell them. Tell no them. Days off. <laughs> no. It's deep. Y'all. Take a, oh, another drink. Uh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, Ashley. So, what is something people would be surprised to learn about you? Uh, maybe this isn't a surprise, but I can't think of anything that like I, I feel like I say a lot on like Happy Hour Live and stuff when I'm on Instagram and stuff like that, but. I'm surprised at myself that I can get on Instagram live every week and do that because I'm so, I'm like extremely introverted, like mm. extremely crippling introverted. Like, so it's, it's so crazy that I can get up here and do this and then get on Instagram live and talk to people. Like it's like an out of body experience. I think, I don't know, but I'm very, very introverted, extremely. You know what? I just love yeah. that the three of us and J-Bay, for the four of us, are mm-hmm. <laughs> we are redefining what it is to be an introvert because we are just out here doing yeah. it. Like you can have charisma and be an introvert. Like you can talk and do all the fun things like this and be introverted. Like it's fine, you know, because we're still yeah. at home. <laughs> so that helps. <Yeah. laughs> that does help. 
but I, I'm also like a person like I'm a like a big conversation person. So like if you got me in a new setting with new people, but we were talking about a big topic, oh, I'm there all day. But I'm not good with the small talk and like yeah, from yep. you like let's go straight to the hard hitting topics. Like let's talk politics. Let's talk like mm-hmm. <laughs> truly. Who did you yeah. vote for in 2020? I need to know. Like where do you stand on? <laughs> immigration like i need yeah. to know the things like, come on <laughs> yeah needy conversations I, I do not like having surface level conversations mm-hmm. it's just so like we're wasting our time let's let's move on but yeah i need the yeah. period be like yeah yeah, yeah. i want to know you a husband i, I like medium talk i can't yeah. do the small talk i need it mm-hmm. medium to large talk like medium yeah, large this is deep conversation i'm there like let's let's talk about it but the yeah. weather yeah, so if you saw me in person, I might go straight to, like you said, the medium conversation. Like, I'm not asking you, like, the basic questions. Like, let's, yeah. let's go along your conversation here. Yeah. Truly. I, you know what? I can yeah. definitely testify to that because as soon as we met Ashley, it wasn't a, hey, how you doing? It was a girl. What am I no. doing on the podcast? Like, when we chat. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, how it went. <laughs> Real footage. Real footage. I love it. So now, Ashley, before we wrap up, we want to do a little speed round with you where we just have a couple of fun questions to ask you and to get to know you better. Um, First question is, discs or rings? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Speed round. Discs. Rings. Okay, I'm not a one planner girl. Like I have okay, to have yeah. at least one time. So I'm gonna say it's both, y'all. I can't decide. Okay, that's fine. Fair. fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, I think this one's gonna be harder than what planner item can you not live without? That's not the planner. That's not the planner. <laughs> yeah, the planner item. Does pin do pins count? Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, that's fair. A pin, right? Yeah. I say pins. Yeah, that's true. You technically can't it. plan without. <laughs> you cannot. Unless you're visual planning and I'm yeah. not. <laughs> and we're not, we're not there. <laughs> okay, so with pins, gel or ballpoint? Gel. Gel. Yeah. That was just yeah. a test and you passed. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I love it. What is your guilty pleasure hobby? So what's something that you love to do outside of planning? Tennis, golf. Like I'm an outdoorsy person. I love being outdoors. Like as soon as the weather gets like to 60 degrees, you're not going to catch me inside. I'm outside until it gets cold again. Like anything outdoors is what I'm about. So I would say tennis, golf, outdoors activities. Ryan's trying to get me to go camping. I don't know if I'm at outdoors. We, mm, Ryan, I don't know about that. We glamping. We glamping. glamping. A cabin. He's not trying to hear me with the glamping. He's like, no, we need like a tent situation. I don't do both. Oh, girl. Or sleeping on the ground. I don't know. Mm-mm. I need a kind of some. We want to have his anniversary gift. Our anniversary is coming this week, and I was like, I don't. We don't have to pay something else. Pick some out. Just like that. <laughs> Try again, Ryan. She ain't the one or the two. Do not. 
I love it. Ashley, it has just been so amazing having you on the podcast. Finally, already excited to have you back again. I mean, you know, our spot for a third host is just wide open. Oh, if you want it. So. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, guys, for anybody who is not familiar with our Patreon, we are going to ask Ashley some questions from our Patreon community, but you got to be in mm-hmm. that community in order to get those. So everybody else just sit yeah. tight. Wait for the rest of the yeah. episode. Ashley, thank you so much. We're going to get to our Patreon questions. We'll be back. It's Megan Myra here, and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are back. Myra, what are your final thoughts on our interview with Ashley? Hi, Key. I am. It just feels so surreal. Like the Mm -hmm. conversation was so natural. I mean, y'all heard it. It it seemed like we've been chatting it up all the time. Yes. Um, And yeah, I just had a really great time. I had a really good time. And like we said, she's always welcome to come back. It it can be a a three-host show. It truly can. (laughs) It truly can because we love Ashley that much. Like she's just so amazing and just so smart and so inspirational. And it's just so nice to, you know, have so many other black women in this community that we can like look up to and, you know, have mentors and things like that. I just absolutely love it. I'm just so excited and just so honored that she wanted to come on our podcast and it 100% delivered, um, you know, met and exceeded all my expectations. And yeah, ask the girl, come on back whenever you want to. Yeah. I, yeah. I just absolutely love that she, like, it's just like everybody can win. Mm-hmm. And she, like, just seen us and was like, we, like, y'all working, yep. y'all doing this, like, y'all mm-hmm. doing it. And it's it's such an honor to like have that for somebody who we know works really hard and literally has this amazing brand that is just iconic and you can pick out of a lineup blindfolded. Mm-hmm. So uh really appreciate her coming on and many thanks. Many, many thanks. Seriously. I mean, she was just so celebratory of us and everything that she has seen us do over the last couple years, both on the podcast and off the podcast. Mm -hmm. And that was just, I mean, it was just so validating. It just, it it was so validating and it felt so good to feel so seen. And I hope that we made her feel seen and that we let her know that her hard work is just so seen in this community and so appreciated. And 
We just love you so much, girl. Come be our third co-host, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Love it. What a good way to start out June. What an amazing way. Yeah. What an amazing way. I mean, February gonna have to come with it because y'all know this is my month. So I'm gonna have to, you know, get the actual Beyonce or something on the pod in February to top this because <laughs> VJ can come back. There we go, period. Hey VJ, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, guys, definitely wanted to remind y'all the hour code on Plum Papers website, Planners and Wine 15 is still active mm-hmm. until June the 18th. So if you missed those great sales that Plum Paper had um, over the past month or so, make sure you use our code so you can still save a little bit off of your purchase. That is Planners and Sign Wine 15 to save mm-hmm. 15% off. And I have been absolutely loving using my Plum Paper um, daily that I've been using over the past couple of weeks it has just been so fun to sticker it up and stuff um and i have a vertical priorities on the way it should be here as y'all are hearing this so i'm so excited to dig into that planner so definitely check it out they have literally something for everybody yes yes and be sure to use the link in our show notes because that does yes. help us out a lot um but yeah i am patiently waiting for a daily mm-hmm Oh, you ordered one? No, I haven't pressed the button yet. So how you waiting? (laughs) And you ain't. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm so jealous because yours looks so good with the stickers in it. But it's also like I have so many other dailies and I'm really loving the uh, MAE layout right now. Mm -hmm. Like just Mm -hmm. to jot down notes. So it's like, do I need it? But it's cute. I I feel you. Yeah, I so I have you. it. I know options. Like it's yeah. gonna be really hard for me because I do have uh my daily duo inserts in my notique, and so those start in July. So I'm definitely gonna have to make some life decisions. I think I'm gonna just use both for mm-hmm. a while until you know I just really figure out what works best for me and which one I prefer. Um, but yeah, you can't go wrong with options. We love options over here. I know, and guess who give you options? Plum paper. All Period. the options. Not even the ad. <laughs> just off the dome. Not even the ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, you know, obviously it is the first day of Pride Month, and this is definitely a good time to talk about allyship and, you know, performative things that we see and i mean you know everybody in the planner community y'all can y'all can chill we're not talking about anything planner community related (laughs) this time so we're not coming for anybody in the planner community (laughs) (laughs) i mean stay ready so y'all don't have to get ready but anyway we had to talk about this situation with Taylor Swift. Um, if anybody is not familiar with what we're talking about, basically Taylor Swift is allegedly dating a new guy. He is a musician who has said some very problematic and racist stuff, not even that long ago within the last mm-hmm. like couple of months. Um, and, you know, Taylor, who has made allyship a part of her platform you know she did this whole big thing where she you know revealed you know that she's a democrat and who she was voting for and she came out super hard against this really horrible senator that we have in tennessee named marsha blackburn so you know we were like "Woo, taylor let's go let's go but then to undo all that 
with dating this extremely problematic man is just such a it's just such a slap in the face for people who you know really trusted her and believed in her i was not one of those people uh, uh i have enjoyed I, her music <laughs> but you know i i just always kind of like i said i just I, I was just i just never let myself like really let my guard down when it came to her when it came mm-hmm. to these type of things um because i just know that a huge part of unfortunately white feminism is doing things as long as they are easy um and then you know and not caring until it's actually something that affects you and yeah. you know like i said this is alleged that she's dating this guy even though you know she has been seen with him multiple times um she has been holding hands with him things like that and like i said for him to have said some really messed up racist stuff recently and for her to be like publicly dating him is truly like a slap in the face i think um yeah, to her fans and to, um, I, like you said, the people that like really trusted her because she mm-hmm. did do this whole like performative thing of being like, you know, I'm going to bake Biden cookies or whatever, kind of show like my yeah. support. And it's just like, I, allyship is not easy. It is hard. It is ongoing. Mm-hmm. It, it's not during an election year. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah it's 365 like if you are going to be about it you have to be about it and you cannot actively be dating a full-blown racist Mm -hmm. and say that you're an ally yeah like you that just does not even make logical sense like you just cannot do that like you can't just like look past that because i can't look past it as a black woman Mm -hmm. you know like so how are you an ally for me or any other marginalized group if you're just going to look past something just to date somebody? Like, how right. is that not a turnoff, first of all? Like, uh, truly. Be fucking for real. Truly. And I mean, <laughs> like, I guess. Those should have been the first questions on date number one. <laughs> I would think so. And my thing is, like, you know, I, I'm sure there's an argument out there somewhere that maybe she's not, like, seriously dating him. Maybe it's just, like, a fling type of hookup situation. But she's still doing it to the point where it's public. Like, she could have been dating him behind the scenes and nobody knew about it. But she has kind of been pretty public about this relation. And I'm not saying that it would have been right for her to be hiding it either. But I'm just saying, like, it, it could have been a more private situation had she wanted it to be, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you just, you cannot be an ally and and date, you know, problematic racist uh, partners. It just does not make sense. That's not what it's about. Like, I don't care what he's telling you privately. All we have to go off with this person is what he has done in the public. And from what I understand, he's never even gave him like a real full throated, like apology over any of his antics. I mean, I'm expecting one to come out any day now just to help, you know, cover Taylor's ass. Mm-hmm. But we know that that's not coming from a real, sincere, genuine place because if it was, it would have came out, you know, a month ago when he said a lot of his crazy stuff. I mean, apparently he has done like the Hitler salute on stage for his performances to try to like, it's kind of like a tongue in cheek type of, oh, you shouldn't be like this. But why are you doing it? It's like saying the N word to tell people that they shouldn't say the N word. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like Ooh. a person who is, like, saying it just because they think they could get away with it or spinning oh, yeah. around to... Mm-hmm. I, 
Mm-mm. Again, how is this not a turn off? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I just yeah. I don't want to be around anybody who would play like that. No, same. Mm-mm. I don't either. I don't either. So yeah, pretty disappointed in Taylor Swift for sure. Uh, we will let y'all know what comes. Well, actually, I we, now that I think about it, this story is not even over. So apparently, <laughs> oh my gosh. One of the people that this man had some negative racist things to say about was the rapper Ice Spice. And now Taylor has come out with a collab with Ice Spice on her song Karma on the remix. Um, I mean, Ice Spice is a very, she's like an up and coming artist. She is mm-hmm. not like a like a really established artist by any means of your imagination. But I don't, so I don't fault her for not like turning down this collaboration opportunity. I mean, Taylor Swift is one of the biggest artists in the world. This probably yeah. came about months ago before this news of Taylor and this guy was dating before she might've even been dating him. But the timing of when this came out is very suspicious. Cause like I said, Taylor Swift is embroiled in all this controversy with people writing articles and stuff about what she's doing and why it's wrong. And now she comes out with the song with one of the people who were the subject of the racist attack from her boyfriend. I can't even keep up. Calculate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the girlies are going to be like, oh, Taylor collabed with this Black artist. Mm-hmm. You know, everything must be okay. Like, that's Ice all Ice must for. be cool with him. Yeah. You're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it takes for some people. Mm-hmm. Not all, obviously, but the majority, they're going to take that and run with it. And I feel like 100%. that's a definitely calculated move yep i think so too uh i think so too and i mean like i said like more than likely this thing this collaboration probably was in the works and probably was done months ago before all this but the timing of when they release this collaboration is definitely very very interesting or i mean for all we know they really could have cooked this up a couple weeks ago i mean it don't take that long for somebody to record a verse and send it in and have producers work their magic they could do that in a couple of days for the biggest artist in the world, you know what I'm saying? So that's true. Very, very suspicious. Very, very suspicious. Gross. Yep. Yep. Um, do we just, I feel like we just need a whole segment called performative allyship because this is not even the only story that we got about performative allyship this week. Didn't we have a name for this? <clears throat> I can't remember. We made a name for the segment last week. I had to listen to it again. Okay. But yeah, yeah sure. I can't remember. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how like legit we were just saying this to like, we don't be remembering nothing. So when y'all mm-hmm. reach out to us mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you said X, Y, and Z, you got to be very more suspicious. Truly. You what know? episode? <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially if you catching up. Because we, yep. you know, although you just heard it, it's been weeks for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we've had three years worth of conversations on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, people so, yeah, really you, will you dig and come up with some stuff from a year ago. Like, hey, I'm listening back and I listened to your episode from 2021. And we're like, ooh, what episode was that? Can't recall. <laughs> Cannot, cannot recall. 
<clears throat> but anyway, um, Target has disappointed us very, very badly this week. So, you know, Target did their annual prior collection, worked with a lot of great artists this year for the collection. And they're in one of the collections, I believe, in particular, it was kind of how this like blew up. There was a... Um, like a gender affirming swimsuit or a tuck friendly swimsuit, something like that, that came out like an adult swimsuit in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the racists, because the racists be everywhere, not the racists, but the homophobes, the homophobes and the racists, because they're all the same people, actually. Uh, they discovered this, started making a big stink about it on social media, apparently started, you know, confronting employees about it, threatening employees about it, making threats to stores, just really going insane over this and target it worked i mean target yeah. counted out to it and they started re um removing parts of their pride collection um from the stores you know at one point the pride collection danny pointed out it was very prominent at the beginning at the front of most stores when you walked in mm -hmm. and a lot of stores it has been moved um, to the back of the store, exactly. kind of out of like normal view or whatever. Target stated that they did this in the name of protecting employees. Um, I think the Target did this just because it was the easier thing to do. Um, it's a billion dollar company, but they didn't want to spend, you know, millions of dollars putting security at certain stores because this this wasn't a situation that was at like every single stores. There are particular stores that this was extra bad. Um, mm -hmm. with so they could have you know they cared about safety they could put you know extra security at these stores or I just really feel like there was something else that they could have done besides just let these assholes win yeah it simply put it was just a cop-out it was yep. just a cop-out simply put um I just left my local store well not just left it was yesterday ours is still you know, up front, but there are some okay. items that have since been removed and mm -hmm. like kind of more so like, cause it used to be right up front there. It's more so yeah. like at the end caps, like where like, like if it's a clothing item, it's more like with the clothes or something, for example. Right. Um, but I have seen where stores completely moved it to the back or completely gotten rid of it. And mm -hmm. like you said, they have the funds. If it's about security, mm -hmm. put the security in place. Right. Like, let the security handle it. Let the security get these people banned out these stores. And it only take for a handful of people to be made an example out of for folks mm -hmm. to stop. Yep. But they yep. took the easy way out. So exactly. it, it's just, it's wild. It's wild. And it's, it's very disappointing. And it, you know, Target does these heritage things all, all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see bigots stopping at pride. Nope. Why would they? They won. Yeah. They got yeah. what they and wanted. So why would they, they stop? They know they can do a little pushback, get mm -hmm. a little things go viral on social media, and Target will be like, well, we'll push it to the back. Or we yeah. won't have it. Or we won't so have it's it. like, mm -hmm. were you standing with us all this time, or was it just making you money? And that is exactly why we are so protective about brands and companies taking part in pride month taking part in mm -hmm. black history month taking part in hispanic heritage month and not allowing them to just solely profit off of marginalized communities because then when it's time to stand up they sit down a billion dollar company sat down for these people and just let them have it 
You know what I'm saying? That's why you can't just stick your name on something or just do something and call yourself an ally. You you have to put the action behind the words. You you have to, like Myra said, it is 365. It is not Mm -hmm. something you just do on that month or when it's convenient for you because people's lives are are hanging in the balance. I mean, there is just such an attack to um, trans people in particular in Mm -hmm. so many parts of our country right now. You know what I'm saying? So for Target to do that and let those hateful people win, it's just, I mean, that is truly a a slap in the face. And there will definitely be more repercussions from this because like you said, like they're not just going to stop at pride. Why would they now? You let them win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you let the you let the child throw a tantrum and you still gave them a popsicle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna keep doing yeah. it if they keep getting rewarded. Ugh, it's so disheartening. It's so, so disheartening. Yeah, it's uh because uh, I'm always super excited about this collection. I think they always do mm-hmm. really good with pride and it's super scary. It's super scary. Yeah, like you it said, it, it affects the people. It affects, um, you know, these companies and mm-hmm. uh, creators that they worked with. Because although they probably got paid on the front end, but the yeah. exposure that could mm-hmm. potentially, you know, get them more, you know, more people shopping with them. Like I've yep. discovered so many great, uh, you know, shops and creatives from yep. this collection. Right. Um, and now, you know, they probably, they're going to lose out on a lot of people because their stuff is no longer being sold at Target. Mm-hmm. It's just, yep. it's messed up. It's just completely and, messed up. And this has put them on such a big stage and platform now too, that even though a lot of us can still show our support to them, they're going to be way more subject to, to threats of their lives, threats of their safety, things like that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I would not be surprised if any of these brands who were affected were getting threats and things like that too. Like, and I mean, to know like Target should be offering them some type of protection, them some type of resources. They should have did a lot of things besides just taking this out of stores and thinking that this was just going to make it go away. Like, no, this is a huge deal. And now we know that Target is performative, period. You know, yeah. So it's it's really disappointing. But I was happy that Danny pointed out in his stories some of the um, creators who were affected by this. If we want to support them, um, not even through Target, just in general, one of them is Mm -hmm. Ash and Chess. Uh, They actually have a product with Erin Conjure for their pride collection, so you can definitely check them out or just go directly to their Instagram page, Ash and Chess. And there's another one. It's like uh, Ab Prell. In UK, I'm just gonna spell it out. Sorry, y'all. A B P R A L L E in UK is another brand who has some of their items removed from Target as well. Um, so please go and support them um, directly and show them some love and let them know that we care about them and we are not just here to be allies when it is easy and convenient. Mm-hmm. Allyship is very hard. It is very inconvenient. It is very messy, but that is what it's about because. The yeah. people that you are working to protect and help make a better lives, like this is their daily life. Like you said, like you cannot just take it off. You cannot just take off being trans. You cannot just take off being part of the LGBTQ plus community. You can we cannot just take off being black. Like this is a part of our daily lives, and we can't just do it when it's convenient and easy. So allies can't either. Taylor. So. Ooh. Ooh. 
But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Yep. <laughs> I digress. But yeah, guys, a uh, couple more things we wanted to mention before we wrap up the show. Rest in peace to Tina Turner. This absolutely gutted me finding this out. Uh, she has a documentary actually on um, HBO Max. New name is just Max. And I'm definitely going to be watching that this weekend because I just need some Tina Turner in my life. I'm just sad. You know, yeah. She's 83 years old. I hope that her life ended up being, you know, loving and fulfilling the way she deserved for it to be. Uh, I mean, she'd been living in like Switzerland for like years. So I got to believe she was happy because she went in this ghetto place that we in. Um, so rest in peace to Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah, she lived an amazing life. And like mm-hmm. you said, I hope, you know, she was living her best life in Switzerland. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> um, period. Yeah, I agree. That one really gutted us um, over here too. It's just an era, an icon, a legend. Literally, Mother. we we yeah. losing legends left and right. Yeah, something got to give. Something got to give. Uh, also, let's let y'all know we will not be having an episode next week um, on June 8th. Um, we are just taking a little mini break. Uh, J-Bay mm-hmm. is in the middle of moving his whole life to a new city, in case anybody did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So we're just taking a little break for that. And then we will be right back on June the 15th for our anniversary episode. So that is going to be so much fun to kind of, I don't know what we're going to do yet, but I, I'm I'm feeling like we need to maybe deep dive into some classic uh, planners and wine moments or something from the past three years. We got to figure something fun out. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Definitely stay tuned to like our Instagram pages, um, mm-hmm. you know, Patreons, be in the Facebook group. Because um, if we do something like, involving y'all that's where y'all will see it first and yes. that will be fun and i am really excited because our actual anniversary day is on the friday are we mm-hmm. still planning on doing a little a lot no that that will be the patreon yeah what or are we the, doing with the patreon on i think we were day? doing the face the facebook live to celebrate with the patrons um okay on the 9th. wasn't that what we're doing yeah. y'all Look, we're doing something with y'all on the knife, which is a, um, a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. But yeah, yes. I'm really excited to spend that with the Patreons because, um, yeah, I we have a good time. So if you want to actually celebrate with us on the actual mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. definitely join the Patreon because yes. we're going to be doing some things. I'm sure we'll do like some giveaways and stuff too. We, well, we always oh, yeah. have fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really really good. Um, and we did go ahead and bite the bullet, and we did purchase the last seasonal surprise boxes. Oh yeah, so we will be doing a live <laughs> unboxing of those. Yeah. those will probably that will probably be just on Instagram. So if, even if you're not mm-hmm. on the Patreon, we're gonna keep that open for anybody who wants to join, and we will definitely keep y'all posted on that date as well because Myra's has shipped and mine has not. So you know she got wait on me. Period. Like I told him, <laughs> look, it's perfectly fine. That box gonna be right at the door yep, until the time that live. I'm excited. It's gonna be good. I actually have high hopes for this box. I think it's gonna be good. It's the last official one, so it might be it might be coming with it. So we'll see. But yeah, guys. Yeah. Yep. We'll see. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Uh, the next time we record, Myra will be a whole year older. Um, is that true? Yes, it is. 
The next time we the record. The next episode, not the real time we record, but the next time they hear from us, our next episode will come out until the 15th. That's after your birthday. Oh, birthday. okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I definitely so happy will birthday. say it in the episode, too. In advance, Samira. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Definitely comment on Instagram. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Show Ashley from C and P. Let her know that Planners and Wine sent you over there and that you love hearing her on this episode. Um, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye, guys.